Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I am James Yarko flying solo on this episode, but make sure you check out everything David Harrison and I are doing over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. would like to welcome in all of our returning as well as our new listeners. If you're new to the show, please subscribe to the podcast, follow the podcast, whatever your podcatcher of choice Whatever verbiage they use, make sure you hammer that button. And please, if you feel so inclined, leave a five-star review. It does help other Buccaneers fans find us. We're going to kick things off today talking about Bruce Arians and the Arians Family Foundation. Of course, on Sunday and Monday, they were hosting their annual golf event. They did the big gala dinner. Lots of Buccaneers players there. The media was there. There was a performance by country artist Chase Rice. And then on Monday, despite the poor weather, the poor conditions, the golf tournament did happen. And all in all, for the Arians Family Foundation, run by friend of the show Jake Arians, they have raised over $250,000 to help abused and neglected children. What a fantastic success for this event to help out those kids. And you all know from following along with with Bruce and the work that he does, how important this cause is to him and his lovely wife, Chris. And of course, Jake has talked about the Arians Family Foundation and what they do right here on this very podcast. So a big, big congratulations to them for all the success that came with this golf tournament. But we do have a nice little soundbite from Bruce Arians, courtesy of Tampa Bay Times' Rick Stroud. And we're going to dive into some of those topics here right after we listen to this. You know, I, I have to start again. We have to start back at the, at the bottom and, and get our fundamentals and get everything going. But again, there's no strangers in the locker room right now. You know, uh, Gio is the first guy to come from another team. And we're really excited about having him. But getting everybody back just showed the bond that that team had and I say that team because this is a new team and we'll add the guys in the draft and uh, you know make hopefully get us great depth because there's going to be injuries and you never know what the next season's going to bring but the, the level of confidence I can't wait to get on the field with them um, and it's not time yet you know I, the, the opting out thing doesn't bother me at all we we're going to be virtual till the middle of May anyway and uh, so just get it going you know, get get it started back in your brain. Learn from the mistake. We made a lot of mistakes last year. You know, we were seven and five. We weren't world beaters at that point in time. But learn from those. And so when we do get on the field, uh, we're more than ready to go. Again, that was Bruce Arians at his golf tournament on Monday, courtesy of Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. And real quick, before we have to hit the break, I do want to touch on real quick that he doesn't get bothered by the players opting out of the optional workouts. And he even brings up they were going to be virtual until the middle of May anyway. So this doesn't bother him. This doesn't concern him. He knows the players he has. The players that he has knows the system. He even brought up the only outsider that we have right now is Giovanni Bernard, and they're excited about it. And they're going to bring in the draft picks here in just a couple of weeks. But 
they they know what they need to do. They know what they need to handle. And they went through an entire offseason last year doing it virtually until they were allowed in for training camp, no preseason. You know, we've been over it time and time and time again. So I, I think it's important for people to understand and to hear from Bruce Arians himself that he's not concerned about the guys not wanting to come to the voluntary workouts because there is still a risk. There is still problems going on in the world. Yeah, you know, I'm located in Ohio and there have been major, major spikes in basically all of my surrounding states. Michigan, Indiana, Pennsylvania, Kentucky all have seen massive, massive spikes. So this is still a problem. This is still an issue, something to be concerned about, something to take precaution with. And the Buccaneers opting out along with a lot of other NFL teams ultimately is not a huge deal. You know, we will still see them come into camp and, you know, do training camp, probably maybe an abbreviated preseason. I'm not really sure how they're going to handle that. That's still a ways away, but no concern about opting out of the voluntary workouts that were supposed to be coming up more about Bruce Arians comments coming up in segment two. But first we have to talk about our friends over at betonline.ag because they released the over unders for wins for NFL teams in the NFL futures section of betonline.ag. You can bet on the Buccaneers win total over or under, and they have it set right now at 12. If I'm you, I'm heading over to betonline.ag. I'm getting my 50% welcome bonus, and I am going to hammer the over. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, NHL, and MLB are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality television with real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on again, promo code locked on all one word L O C K E D O N. And you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online, your online sports book experts. The locked on podcast network is covering the NFL draft from all angles. Catch up. On the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 podcast presented by Odyssey, follow Locked On NFL Draft and the Draft Dudes podcast for the latest draft news and stay tuned for more info about our live NFL draft coverage. Segment two here of the Locked On Bucks podcast, James Yarko, deputy editor of BucksNation.com. And we're going to continue to talk a little bit about Bruce Arian's comments And I think one of the most important things that Bruce Arians talked about is that he referred to the 2020 team as that team. He didn't refer to it as this team. It doesn't matter that all 22 starters are returning. It doesn't matter that the majority of the roster is returning. In fact, Greg Allman tweeted out on Monday night when he tweeted out some uh, salary cap information that the Bucks have 63 players signed and are just $1.08 million under the cap. Only the Saints have less cap room. They sit at $669,000. The Bucks will need to make moves to create additional space for remaining signings, including draft picks, but they have 63 players back or under contract. I shouldn't say back because they did lose a couple. They lost Andrew Adams. They lost Anthony Auclair. Uh, I believe they lost Ryan Smith 
uh, was was the third one. But it's not the exact same team. And it's so hard to bring back your starters. I mean, it hasn't been done since the 70s. But it's impossible to bring back your 53-man roster. It's impossible. So what the Buccaneers have done, even in bringing back all their starters, bringing back all their key players, even with minimal losses to the roster, Bruce Arians doesn't refer to this 2021 Buccaneers team as the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers because that team is gone. This is a new team. This is a new page. This is a new season. And it's great that that all the Bucs fans are still celebrating the Super Bowl. Everybody's still rocking their championship gear. Everybody's still giving Saints fans grief on Twitter because they want to keep talking about how they beat the Buccaneers twice in in the regular season and they've won the division four straight times. Okay, yeah, that's great. But when it mattered in the playoffs, the Saints lost. But that was that team. And I think in order for the Buccaneers to succeed in 2021, even with all the re-signings, even with the draft coming up, it doesn't matter who they draft. If it's Najee Harris, if it's Kadarius Toney, if it's Jalen Phillips, Gregory Russo, uh, Jason Owe, whoever it is, it's imperative that the Buccaneers have turned the page. This is a new team. This is a new challenge. This is a new year. Last year no longer matters. We rode high. We had a boat parade. We've gotten tattoos. It's been a blast. Now it's time to get to work. And it doesn't matter that we're not coming in for voluntary workouts. The coach understands. He doesn't get bothered by it. We're going to do virtual stuff like we did last offseason. But it's time to put in the work. If we want to repeat, if we want to defend our crown. And show that last year wasn't a fluke. Last year wasn't just the Bucks got hot against a weak final quarter of the season as far as their opponents that were scheduled. Then got hot in the postseason. That wasn't a fluke. This is a team that is built to win multiple championships in Tom Brady's three-year stint with the team. They've got one. It's time to move on. It's time to focus on the next. And that's going to take work. That's going to take a grind. They can't rest on their laurels. So hearing Bruce Arians say that was that team, not this team, shows the leadership, shows the thought process of your head coach that, look, this this isn't the same. It doesn't matter if, if we're restricted, it doesn't matter if we have full access to one another. None of that matters because this is 2021 now. We are not going to face a single team that is the same as last year. The Atlanta Falcons have a new head coach. They might have a new quarterback coming in. They might have Kyle Pitts coming in to help out Julio and Calvin Ridley. That's going to be a defensive nightmare. Todd Bowles will be up to the challenge. The New Orleans Saints are not the same. Drew Brees is gone. It's Jameis Winston and or Taysom Hill. The Carolina Panthers, they got Sam Darnold. That's a different team now. The Indianapolis Colts, the Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, Washington football team, New England Patriots, all these teams, the Buffalo Bills, not a single one is the same as it was in 2020, and that is what makes the NFL so great. 
It doesn't matter that the Buccaneers beat the Washington football team in the playoffs last year because they're going to be a different team. They got the Fitz magic. They might end up with Mac Jones or Trey Lance. It doesn't matter how bad the Cowboys were. Dak is back, recovered. Zeke is still there. The New England Patriots are all kinds of different. Yeah, they still got Cam Newton, but but could they move up and get a quarterback? Are they going to draft a playmaker like Kadarius Toney or a game-breaker like Alabama's Devontae Smith? The fact that it doesn't matter to Bruce, it doesn't matter to Todd Bowles, it doesn't matter to Byron Leftwich, it doesn't matter to Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Sue, Devin, Levante, none of them. It does not matter that they were all on that field to win the Super Bowl. This is a new year, this is a new team, and it has to be approached accordingly. It, it, it's, it's the right mindset for a champion. Speaking of Byron Leftwich, he did say something interesting at the dinner on Sunday night ahead of, of the Arians Family Foundation charity golf event. And I, I'm using the quote as tweeted out by Greg Allman. I always appreciate Greg's work. He does a great job because there I couldn't find any audio of it or I would have clipped the audio to play on the show. But Byron Leftwich basically said, and this is according to Greg Allman, he's very happy where he is, doesn't need a year of worrying about head coaching jobs. He's in no hurry to leave a great group of men that he's coaching with in Tampa. Now, he can say all that right now, and I I have no reason to believe that he's being disingenuous. I truly believe he's happy being in Tampa. I truly believe he's happy with the team that he's coaching. He's happy with his fellow coaches. I think he genuinely wants to stay. But if you start having teams knock on your door because your offense is averaging 34.5 points per game and you're sitting there getting ready to play in the postseason with a 13-4 and record, then teams are going to come knocking. The real question is, does Byron turn down job interviews? Does he turn down job offers? We know he took an interview this past offseason. Does he turn down jobs in hopes that he and Todd Bowles can stick around after Bruce Arians has left? Because I still think, as well as Byron Leftwich has done, there is a lot of room for improvement. And David and I have been critical of Byron Leftwich on this show. There's no question about it. You know, we'll be critical of anybody that we feel deserves criticism. Nobody's exempt from it. Byron has improved by leaps and bounds, but there's still a much, much higher ceiling, in my opinion, for Leftwich's ability to be an offensive coordinator and potentially one day a head coach. And if Bruce Arians moves on, After Tom Brady retires here after the 2022 season, I would like to see Todd Bowles become the head coach, Byron Leftwich stay offensive coordinator, and they keep as much of that coaching staff intact as possible because I think Leftwich does a great job with this offense, with the weapons on it, with the team around him, and I think he could be a star head coach one day. 
I'd like to see him stick around as an offensive coordinator a little bit longer because I still believe there's some untapped potential there that that the Buccaneers haven't really begun to expose with Byron Leftwich, and it makes this upcoming season really, really exciting. Something else that's exciting, that is your ability to save money, and you can do so with our friends over at Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, those prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals as well as do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening now. Featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Brian Baldinger, and Ross Tucker, our local experts for every team making trades and picking up the next stars of their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. I listened to episode one of the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 as I was working on Monday. That was picks one through five. And I'll tell you what, there has been a lot of work that has gone into this podcast. It's a it's a six-part series, and it's absolutely fantastic. You can tell the people are passionate about it. It's great to hear the outside views from, from the not... Yeah, outside views as far as outside of the Locked On Network because all of the Locked On hosts do such a great job with all the picks. But to hear guys like Michael Irvin, Jason Lockenfora, Brian Baldinger, Ross Tucker, there are some team and, and local experts from the Odyssey Network that are a part of the show. It really, truly is fantastic. I cannot recommend it enough. Unfortunately, you're going to have to wait a few more days before you hear David and I pick because, you know, the Buccaneers, they won the Super Bowl. Not sure if you were aware of that, but that means that they have to pick 32nd in the draft. Or did David and I trade up? Mm, intrigue. All right, with that, let's jump over to a voicemail. Uh, I, I apologize if I've been a little scatterbrained today. There's had some stuff going on, some... Not so great things. Had I'll dive in. You guys, we talk about our personal lives all the time. Uh, had some punk teenagers driving around our neighborhood in a golf cart, and they decided it was going to be a funny idea to throw a baseball at my dog's head. Um, that's not okay with me. So 
in the midst of trying to record this, I've had to pause and restart numerous times because I've had people come into my door. Police officers have been here. My neighbor has a camera on the outside of his house. He's skimming through the footage to see if we can find evidence of this kid throwing something at my dog. My stepson saw him do it. The baseball ended up hitting the window of his bedroom, but you got to have hard evidence if you want to show it to the police and then they have to show it to the parents. It's a whole thing, but be nice to people. I say it at the end of every, every episode, be kind to one another. And if you have teenagers, make sure that they're not throwing stuff at dogs. That's, that's all I ask. So anyway, we do have a voicemail that I want to go ahead and dive into before we close things out. And it comes from our good buddy, Adam in coming Georgia. Hey, David. Hey, James. It's Adam from Cumming, Georgia. Just thought I'd uh, drop in with the draft coming up. I know everybody's excited, you know. Um, I just had a quick question for you as far as uh, wide receivers, if you had your choice. Um, if we were to pick one in the draft, I personally, I've been, uh, I'm a huge Auburn fan, so, uh, I've been really uh, high on Anthony Schwartz. Um, he did very well for Auburn. And, uh, you know, I just kind of wanted to see what your take was on if you guys could pick any wide receiver in the draft. Obviously, you know, not Chase or anybody like that. He's just going to automatically go first. But um, just somebody who's a dark horse. Um, I just figured I'd handy that question and see what you guys did with it well anyway have a fantastic day and as always go bugs adam thank you very much for the call um look i've mentioned his name a couple of times if he were to happen to slip down i think Kadarius tony would be absolutely phenomenal in this offense and i know daniel jeremiah in his latest mock draft he has mississippi wide receiver wide receiver elijah moore Mocked to the Buccaneers at pick number 32. And look, wide receiver is absolutely a position that's in the running for a selection at 32. You have Antonio Brown, who still has not re-signed. He's still a free agent floating out there. And you have Chris Godwin on the franchise tag. Chris Godwin could have a team back up not one, not two, but three Brinks trucks into his driveway and just absolutely unload. So you're going to need somebody for Mike Evans there. As much as I love Scotty Miller, you know, he's not a number two. Tyler Johnson, I've said it on this podcast before, has untapped potential. I'm excited to see what he could do if Antonio Brown doesn't return. But wide receiver at 32 is 1,000% in the cards for the Buccaneers. Now, Adam, I'll be, you know, full disclosure, I didn't see a single Auburn football game all year long. So I am not familiar with anybody on their team. I do my deep dives on the the NFL draft profiles that we do for BucksNation.com. I don't have any guys from Auburn. I'm not even 100% sure if we covered anybody from Auburn. We have a limited amount of time to do these. We do one of them a day. So when David and I sat down to do this, we kind of looked at What positions do the Buccaneers need depth? What positions do the Buccaneers have starters on expiring contracts? What positions are kind of a, you know what, they'd be good 
this year, they'd be good. Next year, this is not a position that's likely to be taken. So there was a lot of focus on edge rushers, defensive line depth, interior offensive line, running back, quarterback, linebacker. Uh, We had a little bit of safeties, corners sprinkled in, a little bit of wide receivers sprinkled in. Um, You know, that, that was kind of the approach that we took. So I will look up Anthony Schwartz. I will I will check out what I can. I'll read into him a little bit to see why it is that you're so high on him. Um, and look, if they if they go deeper at wide receiver than just in the first round, yeah, there are of course plenty of options. This is yet another deep wide receiver class. You have your Jamar Chases up at the top, and and I completely understand that. But I would be interested in seeing how Marlon Williams from UCF would play in this offense. I think he would be an exciting player. He's not going to go on on day one, I don't think. But he would be an option for the Buccaneers. But I'm assuming they're going to want to go with a guy with size. You have you have Mike and, and Chris. They're, they're bigger guys. They're going to want to go with somebody with some speed, some agility. And they're probably going to look for a player that is a crisp route runner. Uh Obviously, these are things that all teams really look for. But if you're looking to the draft to find an Antonio Brown style guy, Antonio Brown's one of the best route runners we have ever seen. He's so good at it. Even when he runs the wrong route, he's running the right route. Just look at the touchdown that he scored in the Super Bowl. He ran the wrong route, but he created space, got open. Brady saw him, hit him for the score. He's so good at what he does. So it'll be great if he can come back, but he he's not it's not life or death if Antonio Brown doesn't come back and the draft is a great place to look to replace him. With that, I am going to go ahead and get out of here. David will be back tomorrow. I will not. Uh it, tomorrow is actually the last day or tonight, I should say, as you're listening to this, is my son's last day of hockey training camp at Miami University. And so instead of David having to wait until about 9 o'clock at night when I get home from taking him home from hockey, it's about an hour away. So I make a two-hour round trip for one hour of ice time, but it's a great program down there. For you Lightning fans, uh, Dan Boyle, Barkley Goodrow, both from Miami University there in Oxford. So that's his last night of training camp. And so that means I'm going to miss one more Would You Rather Wednesday, but you can send David your Would You Rathers at 813-444-5841 or email them in at LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com. I will answer a couple when I come back. Y'all, I'll be listening. And if there's some David doesn't get to, you know, we can answer them together. But... David, of course, will have you covered on Would You Rather Wednesday. Check out everything going on over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at Lockdown.